I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Come on! Everybody's so excited. Lockdown 2. Yeah. Darling, you look so delighted. Me and you. I'm sure that we are all united. Lockdown 2. So come on Lockdown and dance feeling today woke up great vibes really good energy guys Woo! this one's gonna be a peach oh god oh god oh god I thought maybe we could compile a lockdown to playlist. Uh, your suggestions very much welcome. But I, these, you know, this wasn't like I sat down and thought, oh yeah, I'll do. Um, yeah, we could do um, a, a playlist for lockdown. I didn't think of that. It's just that two of them went into my head. I was like, oh, well, that's sort of an idea. I'm sure we could do more. Uh, the two that I've got for the lockdown two playlist are. Um, we're going to lock down to Electric Avenue. I got that one. And the boys are back at home. The boys are back at home. Uh, baby, it's COVID outside. Okay, fine. I'm I'm stretching it there. But I bet you've got a hashtag. Hashtag lockdown to playlist. Hashtag ding, ding, ding. So we'll just hibernate. Can we hibernate? Is that a viable option? Please. <sighs> Uh, it's all going to be fine. We are in safe hands. How do I know? Because, geez, guys, old Draxy, he's a, he's he's in charge. Uh, Conservative MP Richard Drax, who I promised I'd talk about today. Um, he's uh, made just a couple of couple of little additions to uh, the parliamentary register of members' interests. Uh, why? Why? Oh, oh, right. Well, just it's the right thing to do. So I did nothing to do with the fact that the Observer reported it nope uh so what what, what, what you got then draxy uh, richard drax what, what what you what you got an interest in 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 barbados is it the drax hall plantation is it 250 hectares did your ancestors have a slave workforce there for nearly 200 years are you the wealthiest landowner in the House of Commons with possibly up to £150 million? Is that what's happening? Are you going to listen to the Caribbean Community Reparations Commission who've said it would be really nice if you'd make some kind of a... Would you? Some kind of reparatory... Uh, would you? Uh, he hasn't responded to that. Um, 
uh, he was given that uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, but he, he didn't, well, I didn't, it was still in probate. Um, it's just, a, it's, and it's listed as a business property, business property, you know, like an abattoir. It's just a, it's a, a processing. Uh, anyway, um, other stuff that he's finally got round to declaring. Oh, I must declare these interests. What is wrong with me? I keep forgetting to declare my interests. Uh, agricultural land in North Yorkshire, uh, which he now admits he inherited uh, on the 8th of April 2019. I was supposed to register that within 28 days. Oh, sorry. I keep forgetting I have a job I'm supposed to go and do. Uh, and he doesn't say whether that includes uh, a massive farming state of 2,200 acres and the Copperthwaite allotment. But a humble plot. 520 acre grouse moor. Of course it is. Does he enjoy subsidies on that? Cool. Um, also, ah, yeah, last thing. Sorry, sorry. Last thing. Uh, residential property in Dorset. Uh, that's a four and a half million pound holiday let he owns on Sandbanks, which he has owned personally since 2009 and lets out at £6,750 a week in the peak season. So, yeah, but I, 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 I was I was doing it. Okay, we're in safe hands. Look, it's fine. It's all going to be fine. Um, in jollier news, uh, talk radio. Uh, have you heard of them? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, they've got a YouTube channel. Uh, got taken down uh, yesterday after its content was found to feature Mark Dolan. Um, that's unfortunate. That uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not something you ever want to do publicly, you know, to kind of disparage another comedian. There's a sort of degree of honour among thieves, and you might be kind of like, well, it's not. It's not for me. It's not my cup of tea. But you know, other people really enjoy it, and that's really great. But Mark Dolan, oh, and it's that thing of uh, trying to. Um, do a stunt that you think well this will get some attention this everyone will look at me now and you kind of think well why are you doing that like i've come to terms with the fact that i i don't you know i i get your attention for which i am so grateful and it means something as opposed to generic attention because i i feel like I, I i more or less know each one of you <laughs> as you listen to this uh, and if i don't say hi not today at swanburst.com um whereas you know mark dolan deciding well i'm, I'm gonna cut my mask up on YouTube, on talk radio. I'm going to cut it up. Uh, face nappy. Uh, then they'll look at me. Then they'll look at me. Then I might get a TV show again. And then, oh, it's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't just chase attention pointlessly. Come to terms with the fact that you're not getting any. Or try to do something good that people will pay you attention for. But really... And it's a shame because so much of his early stuff was just... Br All right, now I'm being... Now I'm being a snippy little fine. Uh, anyway, it's great news uh, that uh, women drivers are, are finally allowed on Moscow Metro after some legislation was passed in Russia uh, allowing women to do some jobs that were traditionally just for men. 
Hello, this is Jeremy White. So, in the news today, lady drivers in Moscow Metro. Do you think ladies should be allowed to do men's job? Urinate, standing up, fart at concerts, secretly want deep feelings with footballers. Or do you think, no, please, ladies should be safely boxed in homes, have children, do extensive manual work in household, menstruate, and other easy job like this? You can WhatsApp plus 417 Jeremy Talk. Facts plus 417 Jeremy Chat Chat page 1 of 907 or Snapchat at Penile Cable Drum. Do ladies one thing or the other thing? Inflammatory frame question for maximal traffic now. Social business. Ladies, animal, men, sexy, shiny shorts, playing field showers, hug and kiss. Big goal. Take off your top, strong thighs, tight buns. Cannot stop thinking even when make love to my wife always. Glenn Hoddle, best footballer. Glenn Hoddle, Lampard, too pretty, never real man. Take charge, so sexy, cool. What was question? Yes, yes, women and things and things and things. Please call now, please. Give me wine. Uh, still, we're in safe hands. Uh, that was the theme, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know if you saw the Conservative Minister for Housing, Christopher Pincher. Uh, he said uh, the best way to drown the sorrows of 2020 uh, is with a bottle of Grand Cru Cuvée. That's an alternative vaccine for you against the memory of last year. That's uh, an article for conservative culture magazine, The Critic. He said a bottle of the wine was ideal for lifting the spirit and lighting up a darkening winter afternoon. Noting its flavours of tartset sumer and a light, tight, nutty effervescence. It sounds super. How much is this champagne? £170. What a steal. Uh, Labour's Mike Amesbury, Shadow Minister for Housing. Is he the one I like? <laughs> I don't expect you to have the answer for that. Uh, I'm going to have a look. He's on things and he gets quite irate. I really like him. Uh, I, do you know what? I'm going to check. I just need to check because if it's him, I'm going to do the voice and everything. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Anyway, uh, he said, while leaseholders were having sleepless nights about how they would find thousands of pounds to make their flats safe from dangerous cladding and more than half a million in rent arrears or temporary accommodation struggling to make ends meet, the housing minister was recommending they buy bottles of champagne costing £170. Well, in fairness, according to the Register of MPs Interest, I must update that. Uh, he gets paid a fee of uh, one point. Uh, oh, David will tell you. He gets two hundred pounds. All right, a bottle and a bit. <sighs> I don't know why he does it. Really, it's just well, it's part of his uh, wonderful philanthropy. Uh, another kooky story for you. <laughs> What's this now? Weird. Uh, some penguins have just started popping up on Martillo Island. Martillo. Island in uh, Matijo, I don't know, in Argentina. Uh, nobody knew, where did they come from? What? What are they doing there? It's a speck of land. Um, this whole article says, <laughs> we think they're lost. <laughs> oh, we think these penguins with extraordinary powers of navigation that we don't fully understand, we think they're lost. Um, I've got a pet theory. Uh, just just a quick Google uh, of Antarctica iceberg breaks off. Uh, you look at the last year and uh, two or three the size of, you know, 
islands we're talking like 80 miles across have snapped off and are starting to run aground in actual islands like south georgia um so <laughs> i don't know could that be a f I <laughs> oh they're the world's loneliest thing it's a really fun story anyway uh hashtag lockdown to playlist that's the one i was thinking of um also, uh, we should talk about uh, Behind the Curve. We, I, I launched that yesterday. Not a sausage so far. Uh, wh what are the things you've just discovered? What TV show have you just started watching? What book have you just... I've got one. Kim's just started reading... Really good book. Uh, Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. It's a good book. I don't know. I'm not reading it. It's a book. Uh, but uh, what are you hashtag Behind the Curve with? Because, you know, I want to do the jingle. I've got nothing to do with it at the moment. Uh, vinyl sales in 2020 are the highest since the early 90s. The early 90s! Uh, and cassette sales are up 100%, aren't they? Uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, Julie said, uh, my daughter was getting a record player and I was tempted to get her uh, some uh, vinyl of Drake. Um, not, not Drake as in, you know, where's the bread? Uh, but uh, Charlie Drake. <laughs> Why not? Um... She didn't even know that there was music on both sides of the LP. Wow. Amazing. Um, is that it? I think we're getting close to it being it. We've got some emails to cover, though. Let's, uh, let's have a look at the emails. Where are the emails? I've got so many tabs open, you wouldn't even believe. It's horrendous. I've got, like, 40... 40 tabs am i abnormal because everyone always kind of acts like i'm abnormal when i i talk about uh, all my tabs being open when people are watching the live stream of this they're like you've what like you should only have three tabs open well i think 40 is like normal i can take you through them if you want maybe tomorrow i'll take you through my tabs take a walk through jake's tabs uh we've got uh this timely one from Kat in France. Uh, it says, hello, Jake. Happy New Year to you and yours and the Apostles. What a start to the year. Shouty Jake is back and in great form. What a treat. Yes. Well, it's difficult. Some of you like the shouty. Some of you like the friendly. So I try to give you a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, continuing on David's theme in Monday's podcast regarding the 12 days of Christmas and things in pies. Have you ever had a thing in a pie? Because, you know, I know that was a thing, having a thing in a pie. Did you ever get a pie thing? Do you still do pie things? Not today at swanburst.com. Uh, Kat says, this still exists in France and Switzerland. Uh, probably in other European countries too. Maybe you don't care about this now after Brexit. <laughs> yeah, don't want to know, mate. Excuse me! But I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Thank you, Kat. For the Feast of the Epiphany on the 6th of January. Wait, that's today. The last of the 12 days where the three kings rocked up to give Jesus some belated birthday prezzies. Ah, uh, yes, the famous card with a pound coin sellotaped inside. Uh, we have what's called a galette des rois. King cake. King pie. It's a kind of almondy marzipani pie. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had a gâteau basque, cat? They're really good. Anyway, it comes with a fev hidden in it. It's a bean, which is usually a miniature ceramic or porcelain figure of a king and a gold paper crown. You put uh, the paper crown in the pie? 
whoever gets the slice of pie with the fev in it gets to wear the crown and is king or queen for the day. Unless, of course, they bit down on it too hard, in which case uh, they get an emergency trip to the dentist. Anyway, that's my bit of culture for the year. Bees. Cat. Cat. I don't... I mean... I mean, you listen to this regularly. You know how desperate I am. 6th of January, and you're winding it up for the year. I can't... It's not sustainable. It's what everybody said to me 13, 14 months ago. It's not sustainable, mate. Jem, good morning, Jake and the Yap Posse. Yap Posse? Don't know. I don't like to think of myself as a prankster. Oh, yeah, we were talking about pranks, weren't we, earlier in the week? But I do have one of those brains that often sees alternative uses for things. Jem. A good 20 years ago at university, I used the Orange mobile phone network, which allowed you to send text messages for free to other Orange phone users via their website. I sent one to myself as a tester and noted that my phone showed the message sender simply as Orange. My brain quickly determined that there was a p- potential for mischief, and although I didn't have an end game, I selected someone, one of my lovely housemates, who I thought would unquestioningly accept regular Orange News updates. (laughs) I chose some banal stories for the day, the character limit of the day keeping headlines necessarily brief. I kept this up for a couple of weeks, sending them every two or three days, until I needed to go home one weekend. Up until this point, the recipient would occasionally remark on this new, if unrequested, service that she was getting, and briefed us on the odd news item. (laughs) Oh yeah, Limal, new album. I'd shared the setup with two of my other housemates in case they could think of a practical application, and as it happened, the weekend I was away was when an opportunity arose. Oh, Jim, I love this. The housemate receiving the messages had had some pasta and Lloyd Grossman sauce for her dinner with her boyfriend, a man whom none of the housemates were keen on, owing to the way in which he treated our friend. Oh, man, that sucks! And had complained that it tasted a bit funny. At this point, a use for the Orange News Updates was conceived and a quick visit online using dial-up internet led to the headline Poisonous Chemicals Found in Lloyd Grossman Sources Thousands Fear for Health Oh my god The following is my dimly remembered third-hand brief account via my good friend Paul the housemate who had taken up the prank There was a short pause after the message sent, followed by frantic yelling. It transpires that the boyfriend had swallowed two bowls of the stuff, although our housemate herself hadn't eaten much due to the the aforementioned odd flavour. The boyfriend rushed to the bathroom and proceeded to make himself sick. I took no... There's a footnote here. Quite a lot, actually. Pleasure when having the events related to me and definitely didn't... There's a footnote here like a drain if I recall correctly find it hilarious but I do now offer sincere apologies for the childish nature of what unfolded and the fact that neither of them felt like having any further tea that evening and to our housemate who was undeserving of the prank the boyfriend however love to you and all the listeners from Jem I Portishead the town not the band I think he means in Portishead but I quite like I Portishead it's good Jem, thank you for that. If you've done any other pranks, I want to know about them. 
nottoday at swanburst.com uh, or at nottodaypod, of course. Don't forget your lockdown two music suggestions. You can use the hashtag if you want. It's hashtag lockdown two playlist, but it's not very catchy, and I won't judge you if you don't. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to do more stuff tomorrow and uh, maybe take you through my tabs if you're interested. <laughs> I have no idea. It's one of those things. Do you want to know? At Not Today Pod, if you do, I'll do a poll, all right? I'll put a poll up. And take care of yourselves, because it's just... It's not even weird, is it? It's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. But, you know, we're all still here, aren't we? That's something. Lots of love. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 